This is the Red Table Talk After Show, raised by white parents, a black adoptee speaks out. We have all of that and more. Stay tuned. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey. Mm. Hey. Yes. Mm. Oh. Oh. Hey, oh. Shout out to you. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Okay, what a way to bring it in. Right? Bad. The snap. <laughs> the snap. Okay. What's up, guys? This is the Red Table Talk After Show. I am Tyler Simone, and I couldn't do this without my lovely co-host. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Jade Ming. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Tyler Tyson. Yes, and we are the Red Table Talk After Show. So... This was a jam-packed episode. Very informative. Very. Mm-hmm. I was enlightened. How do you guys feel about it? <sighs> it was just very interesting just seeing a view of a, an adoptee. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, especially, you know, being raised by a, a white family. It's very interesting hearing that perspective because that's I've never heard of her viewpoint ever in my life. So it's very interesting. Same here. Mm-hmm. I was conflicted the entire episode. I turned it on thinking I was going to get one thing. Mm. I was kind of riding with the conversation. And then it made like a sharp left turn. (laughs) And I was like, wait, where the hell am I? Because I'm no longer on the trip that I thought I was on. Right. Same here. There was a lot of twists and turns. Uh, So we met Angela, who was adopted by white parents at a very young age, I think 13 months old. Mm -hmm. What'd you think about it? That's... I mean, that she is the start know, of everything. Yeah. Like, she didn't know anything mm-hmm. about herself at that time. So I wasn't surprised that she is the way she is now, being in that environment for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, her mother gave her up for adoption because she was homeless, which I love that they touched on because I feel like people give their children up for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And people think see it as a negative thing. Yeah. yeah. And they talked about that. The fact that we often villainize parents that give their kids up for adoption. Yeah. yeah. You never know why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she was given up at a very young age. Um, and now she feels really disconnected from her culture. And I feel like you can only say that yes. up Preach. to a certain point. Yep. How do you feel? She's a husband. She that means husband. you're old enough to, like, you should have been trying to learn. You know, you should have been um, more into trying to learn about who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Because if so many things are happening to you and you're being affected by everywhere you go and stuff and you're just wondering what's going on, you don't want to, like, find out. Right. That's what I was thinking. So I was struggling trying to figure out what to wear today. (laughs) This shirt showed up in my dresser. And I was like, you know what? This is the shirt that I'm wearing Wow. This is the shirt that I'm wearing on this show, not in a in a in a callous way, like, oh, get over it, like people tell black people to get over slavery. Not like that. Yes. But get over it in the fact that, like you said, there is a time limit to how long you are able to mm-hmm. gripe and moan about something from your childhood that you had no say so in. Like we have a say so in our careers for the most part. We have a say so in how often we stay on social media, who we date, all of those things we have a say so in. When it comes to the family that you're born into, whether you were born and given up for adoption, thus found yourself in another family, foster care, whatever the the beginning stages were, we have no say-so in that. So what you have to do is deal with whatever cards you dealt, no matter how crappy the cards are. And sometimes yeah. we'll dealt crappy-ass cards. Yes. But then at some point... 
got to get over it. You got to get over it. You got to dust yourself off, figure out what you want to do and get the heck over it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, you're right. Because at the end of the day, you know, there are many people have, I mean, you know, you know, I know this subject is mainly about, you know, adoption, but there are many people who have gone through terrible things, whether it's becoming, you know, you know, going into uh, adoption or, or dealing with like something in a parent or domestic, just anything. But like Tyler said, you have a certain extent to allow that to affect you. Because the thing is, is like, if anything that pushes you to want to exactly. figure that out or to <laughs> do better and to yeah, give exactly. not only yourself a better life, but to give your children and their legacy a better life in the future. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, do you not see anything wrong with the fact that you're so disconnected? Like, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. I just don't feel like I'd be able to live with, oh, an, I'm disconnected. Like It's not an excuse. Like, we've talked on this, or maybe we haven't. My choice to go to an HBCU, it was a choice mm-hmm. because the where I was raised, it... I was around white people all the time, the adults, everything. It mm. was, but of course, I had black people in my family, of course, but I just did not fully, truly identify with black culture at that time. And mm. I decided, you know what, I'm not going to be used at, I'm going to call this college out, I'm not going to be used at FSU. You're not going to use me to get money. Like she said, the token. Mm-hmm. They literally told me in my admission that that's what I was going to be used for. And I said, no, thank you. And I went right across wow. the street to Florida, the Florida a University. <laughs> and that's where I went to school. And I needed that. And now, I mean... I'm as chocolate and as black and as lovely as I want to be. The and, black of the berry. And I can identify with every every culture because I can identify with my own. Like, yes. you just have to do that. You have to. You have to. I love that Gammy called her out on it and she really asked directly. Oh, she was like, not she was What is not having it? Because it doesn't make any sense. Um, I feel like everyone was in the same boat. We're just like, wait, what? I definitely feel like it was more, this episode was more not talking about it. Yes, talking about it, but not talking about it in an all-around situation, but just trying to understand her viewpoint exactly. Yeah. You know, and, you know, <laughs> this was the first time that they ever heard this. Yeah. Gammy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those no. side eyes, did y'all the side see? Eyes. Gammy was, every time she would say, Gammy's like... Willow was yeah. also reacting because she knew Gammy was not about to have it because she yeah. was like, mm. Yes. She yes. was right. like... Yeah, that was an awkward moment. Mm-hmm. Very confusing. Um, so she said, Gammy says that she's basically making up excuses as to why she hasn't immersed herself in the culture. Because like we said, at a certain age, you get to decide, 18, I guess we could say, mm-hmm. you get to decide where you're going to live, where you're going to go to college. She decided she was going to live in a all-white community and she was going to go to an all-white college. So that was a choice. Yeah. Now you're just choosing to be ignorant to your culture. But she did say that that's where she felt the most comfortable. So I can see, right. I can see the need to go because once again, taking it back to Comfort. my experience, yeah. yes. My first, my first instinct was go to FSU. My first, I turned down the University of Florida, other P, PWIs because I wanted to get as far away from home as possible. But I was still going what I knew, mm-hmm. like what was comfortable, and. It just happened, and I realized when when you say it to my face, mm-hmm. I'm gonna use you. Just you're gonna be the token one. That's basically they had a program. They have to get government funding in order for to get that funding. 
the program has to have a certain number of success rate. And they knew based on my SAT scores, my academics, everything that I was going to add to the minority population to give them what they needed mm-hmm. for that government funding. That's they so literally crazy. told me that. Yeah. And I said, no. Wild. I made the choice and said, no, I'm You good. could have made a report with that and then had headlines break. Well, see, I, was, then... I wasn't. Uh, okay, true. No, yeah. <laughs> no worries. No worries. I wasn't You're right. Person. No worries. You could have captured a case. Now, that's how today. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead and run that case over here. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Tyler versus the board. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very interesting oh, to really. see. Um, but yeah, so I feel like she's definitely making the choice not to be. Uh, immersed in the culture but my thing is like why and it goes back to her fear she has this fear of black people which i didn't quite understand i wanted her to go into it a little more mm-hmm. have y'all seen boondocks yes, yes. old school boondocks. yes yeah, so you know how uncle, remember uncle Ruck- ruckus how he was just so racist against white people yes every time she kept saying fear i'm not gonna lie that's what my mind kept going to because i'm like why yeah, yeah. I this, like, you look like us yeah you you're and Gammy well, pointed that out she was like I forgot what the scenario was, but it was something to the effect of a white person going into the black community with their black child and trying to expose them is more dramatic or would be a little bit harder to do than you as mm-hmm. a fully functional black person going into the black community. Like, they're not, what are we going to do to you? Right. Like, you know, what's a perfect example that shows about adoptee and when it comes to um, transracial uh, kids, uh, like, it's uh, This Is Us. I remember yeah. that episode when there was this episode. If you haven't seen it, I apologize. <laughs> um, but it was, what's his name? What was the kid's name? He was, it, was the, it was the black kid that, um, you know, the brother. He was coming up. He didn't know about, you know, his, his own. Sterling like, K. Brown's character. Yeah, I can't think yeah, of his I name. Yeah, I can't think of his yeah. name. Yeah. But they're at a pool and he automatically like this is his first time seeing black people first time like hanging out with them and whatnot because Mm -hmm. he literally migrated to them and the mom was scared and she's a white mother you know she even tried to ask the mom she asked advice how to you know to to how to do his hair Mm -hmm. how to have him involved with black culture so it's like in my head it's like yes this is her thought but also at the same time it is kind of the parents issue yeah definitely you know, even though you didn't understand, I'm I'm sure you could have asked other people. You know yeah. what I mean? To a certain extent, if anything. Yeah. Because parents will go out of the white parents will go out of the way to help their black child if the need be. Because you don't want if you're really really like you're really to the T um, involved in wanting to change their life and you know be there for them. I feel like you have to also adopt their culture as well. You can't just rely on your own. Yeah. But I think in this case, like with those parents, they didn't do that. I think that they just were ignorant to the fact that that needed yeah, yeah. to be done. Because yeah. I think if they had been, if they, if they had adopted this child in 2019, I absolutely wholeheartedly oh, yeah, think they sure. would do exactly was back what then, you said. I saw those pictures. They were pretty old. So it was, was 1985 like, okay, yeah. or 86. Like, they didn't, they didn't know had about a that. Effect? Yeah. They just looked at it like, oh, well, she'll have yeah. a home. She'll have financial yes. resources like we'll just be able to provide her with a better life and at that time that's all we really thought anybody ever needed yeah. it yeah. wasn't until now that we realized no 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 you need to be in your culture you need to have experiences there's a certain things so you need important. to go through yeah. Yeah. so important and we kind of learned a little bit about it in the last episode where we covered adoption um and how parents go through now this whole course and you're taking classes on your child and the race of the child but they mentioned it. I don't remember the word they used, but something about the child being like some sort of tool. Like you're basically learning oh, as learning you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like work on me yes. when they said that. Yeah. And like that is not 
you should have learned before the child got to the house because now yeah. there's mistakes that are going to be made with the child there. And you better then... go to the Black Beauty store and go get one of the wings. Listen, heads. in my mind, I'm like, what was she looking like yeah. in 1989? No, like, but I mean, there are some pictures. There are yeah. some pictures when she was older. So it's like, in imagining, like even the mom pointed it out, like the the mom who adopted yeah. her said mm-hmm. they kept touching her hair, and yeah. I thought it was just something that. And that's just the thing. Curious. They're so unaware. But do you like your t- hair being touched in general? You know what no. I mean? It shouldn't have to be just black people but not liking again, that. But, but this is... Hmm, I get, I, I'm on your side. But I looking at it from her side, once again, she didn't know. Yeah, she didn't, she know. didn't know that, like, Some parents you going up to a, an African-American be like, can I touch your hair? Not only draws reference to the fact that we're different and all of this other stuff, but then yeah. it makes this person feel less than because they're the only one within this group that doesn't have the same texture of hair. And exactly. She just didn't know. She didn't know. Oh. But because she didn't, she didn't know, know do you, but look how big <laughs> of, a, of an effect that, like, that's how yeah, big yeah. of an effect of how Absolutely. you are being raised, who is in your life, and mm-hmm. it's such a big deal. Like, I don't think anyone realizes, I think people just think children just grow up, and then all of a sudden it's just there. No, yeah. like, you really leave a baggage. Like, there are things in life that I'm sure all of us have deep, deep down that we didn't even know that triggered to become oh, the yeah. person yeah. that we are. Yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> I, just, I just had this revelation over the weekend. This Crazy. is not my therapy session, so I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> but there's just something. It wasn't a traumatic thing. It wasn't a big thing. But it kind of ties into all of this. But I was like, wow. I don't have the issue now, but I definitely see where that came from. I yeah. see why I do and did the things that I did because of some little minute thing that happened yeah. in my childhood. Yeah. Little speck. And that's the thing. People, when they think of adoption, they think of babies. Mm-hmm. But like Angela mentioned, those babies grow up. Mm-hmm. And they're growing up in, in an environment. That's where they're absorbing everything. That's yeah. where they absorb their self-identity. And with her, she just doesn't she doesn't identify with being black at all because all she saw was white people. I feel like she wasn't being as open, though, when yeah. Jada and them were trying to talk to her about it. Because, you know... I wanted more. Yeah, I did want more. Because mm-hmm. it, it felt like she was more in denial than Mm -hmm. actually realizing okay hi like I'm learning like they're really trying to teach her and she's just like why would I want to do that it's like and it was a great question that Gammy asked she said do you even want to try to even yeah to immerse yourself a part of me and I'm trying not to be a pessimist but a part of me feels like this is a little bit of a scam type thing because Mm -hmm. there's just no way that you can be that there's no way that self-aware that that educated, not just book, but in yourself and, and inner person you relationships and all of that, and still make some of the decisions that you make. Yeah. Some of that is, I feel like, just to make her story a little bit more exciting. Well, mm. I agree. That could be a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> but I was... <laughs> I'm not knocking your opinion. <laughs> She's the nicest person in the world. Instead of just saying, I don't agree with... She's always going to be the nice person. I'm over here like... Well, I I was reading some of the comments, and some people were saying they feel like it's just self-hate. Like, pure Mm. self-hate. And we didn't really learn about what her parents taught her about black people. So we don't know what her ideas of black people are. But that's what I wish she did. I know. And I I wish they talked about it more, because we don't know what her what was taught to her about black people yeah, and why there's a issue. fear. But that's why people feel like there's a self-hate issue going on. Like, maybe mm. she just hates 
the idea of even being black. I don't think that they taught her anything. I don't think that that they told her black was bad and white is good. They just let her go. She came to those conclusions on her own because she was the only one. When you're the only one, and, and she even said, I looked at my sister and it's she like, oh, why can't my hair be like hers? Like, she just automatically made herself feel yeah. this way. Now, they didn't do anything to help. Yeah, they didn't do anything to, to curtail it and be like, no, your your black is beautiful, like Jada did with Willow. But I don't they think didn't she do those talked things. Talk to them about that. Oh, though. she didn't. But why would you? Like, not once again, way. different time, 1986. Yeah. yeah. So I just feel like. So this is a hard subject if you really think about it of how it happened. I wish they had like a more recent, if anything, a more recent case. Because but I think they needed the well, time yeah, of course. Oh, to grow and like, yeah, to understand. see the effects of it, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, there could be someone that could be her age, though, uh, or oh, not brought her in age, somebody but, else. Yeah, brought in someone else, like just like of now, because like you know how we're all we're consistently right now, just us talking about. Oh, that was in the eighties. You know what I mean? But well, I'm talking about now. Like, how do you feel now mm. as a child who was adopted by a white family? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In this day and age of 2019, how does it feel knowing that you're black and you were in, a, you were adopted by a white family? Mm-hmm. Because back then, is whole, it's a totally different story, right? Yeah, it's definitely story. different. Just, but it's good that she they covered it though, because at least it's 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 spoken though that it is low key an issue though. Yeah, it's it's so weird to me because this situation and it I know. I'm not minimizing her trauma, mm-hmm. whether it's self-induced trauma or whatever. I'm not minimizing it at all. But I just think about, okay, my great-grandfather, mm-hmm. who was mixed. Yeah. He's, he is the product of a slave owner raping a slave. Mm-hmm. But he didn't grow up with those traumas. He grew up in a black household. His white slave owner father was making sure that they didn't get attacked by the KKK and all of that. But he didn't have these issues. It wasn't passed down to my grandmother who grew up in a Jim Crow South and all and it wasn't passed down to my dad and me. And it's like, how can something so traumatic happen to a family? And for all intents and purposes, we turn out okay. Mm-hmm. But then you had financial resources, you had all of these things happening and you didn't have anybody standing in your way for whatever you want. If you wanted to learn more about your blackness once you graduated high school and even if you had this conversation in high school, your parents would have supported that. Mm-hmm. But you made the choice not to. Yeah. yeah. And so now here we are, I'm sure in her 30s, and you're dealing with these issues. It's yeah. hard. I'm like Gammy a little bit. It's yeah. hard for me to dig deep and feel sorry for you when this can be fixed easily. Yeah. Go to Howard, FAMU, Spelman, and, and, and Morehouse Homecoming. Get yeah. you some black friends and learn. Yeah. This is easy. Not even that. Open a book. That yeah. too. Yeah. And that's the thing. She doesn't want to. En- like she, she doesn't want smart. to enough. She, she sounds, sounds smart, very but educated as far as like, you know, in her books. She looked like she seems like she was really in her book. So in my head is like, okay, so how is history? What did you take in history? And this is why I feel it's but this something is, else. Because you're it learning it. It could be, but I'm saying like, she doesn't want to. She doesn't care to. Because mm-hmm. if she wanted to, she would have. Like, she's an adult. So she would have went to the space. To. Mm-hmm. to learn yeah. and get over it. <laughs> no, she doesn't care. Because they were grilling her at the they table. Were. And she, she was just kind of like, oh, yeah, they were. I don't understand how I could raise... It was just... Yeah. I don't that, know. If we're going to cover that right now, that really bothered me. It bothered me too. Because I would get maybe like a, a white person saying that. But a black person saying they... Like one... So, you mean to tell me if you you just so happen to get pregnant by your husband, you, that baby's going to be mixed, one. Mm-hmm. Two, 
what do they have black hair? You know what I mean? That. So then you would rather not have a child and you would rather just adopt a white kid. You know what I mean? So yeah, what will true. happen when you do have the kid? Right. When you if you're actually pregnant, pregnant. But the fact that she didn't even talk about that tells me maybe she can't get pregnant. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know deep down. We don't know. But her choice would be, if she adopted, it would be a white child. And that was the left turn that I was talking about. Right. Skirt. Yeah. It's like, what? It's Because yeah. it's funny. It's like, uh, yeah. it's just Because the way they set this up, you would think yeah. that she would want to she have wants a child. To explore. Whether it be a black, like she got with a black guy and had a black child, or she got with a white guy had a mixed child. She would want that child to know its parent mm-hmm. and then raise it the way that she would want to be raised. That's what you would think, you know, the normal trajectory of this story is going to go. Yeah. But she said, no, I want to adopt a white child. Yeah. That's all she knows. Why? I do. I don't know. Like, it's one thing to do it, like, if that's natural, but to set out intentionally as a, I'm a black man and I'm going to go find me a white baby. What? Yeah. Who does that? It's kind of weird. It kind of, yeah, it is kind of weird. I feel like, but I do, one thing I will say that I do feel bad about is is I kind of have a little bit of sympathy for the parents. Yes. Only because, again, they didn't know. Like, you know, when they were being, when they're asking the questions, the the way that they were delivering their answers, it genuinely seemed like they Mm -hmm. just did not understand. Because he was like, well, we were just looking at a child that we could help. We didn't really look at it in that way. Mm -hmm. We could help her. And and she was helped. She sounds great. She's not like, she doesn't even look like anything had had, had happened. Not saying it's visible all the time, Mm -hmm. but like, she looked like she had a good upbringing. Because at the end of the day, Yes, it is an issue as to why, you know, she needs to learn her culture and stuff. But at the end of the day, in the parents' point of view, okay, well, she was raised. Well, I mean, she got a good upbringing. I helped her. We helped her out. We were there for her. We love her and all that stuff. And that's what I feel bad for because now they're going to be reprimanded for this. If that's the word. Because they're the parents. Yes. And that's what they brought up was like people look at her. She was adopted and they say, oh, you must have a great life. But... Sure, they have financial the financial means to raise her, but they're mm. not feeding her what she needs, needs in terms of like knowledge. So yeah, she might have had a bed, she might have had a house, you know, to live in, but she doesn't have any self identity so at all. My only my only little thing with this is I low key don't fault her parents mm-hmm. at all. Like, even though I agree that she should have been exposed and all of those things at a young age. They didn't absolutely. Know. It was 1986. They did not know. And the reason I don't fault them, you can't fault someone for not knowing. A lot of us didn't know a lot of stuff back in. Well, most of us weren't even really <laughs> able to function and full and think in 1986. But nonetheless, um, I just I just feel like they did the best they could. Yeah. Not only did they financially provide, they genuinely love this child. That's something that money can't buy. That's something that can't be really taught. You can't teach someone how to genuinely, unconditionally love another human being, let alone an adoptive kid. And they still, to this day, I mean, that's their daughter. And so I don't fault that. I don't fault that parent. I don't fault her birth mother. I mean, I think it is a sign and a true test of love for a mother to give up their child and make that, I mean, that has to be one of the hardest decisions ever. And for her to say, you know what? I'm homeless. Mm -hmm. I can't feed myself. I cannot care for this child. And she had a cerebral palsy or something like that. Like I'm going to give her up for adoption. Like I don't fault either one of them at this point. 
I fought her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only the issues that she's having with with uh, connecting with the black race and all those are all her issues. Uh, the, making the decision that I'm intentionally not going to choose a child in need and whoever that child is, let it be. But I'm going to verbally say, I'm going to go find me a white baby. That's your issue. Right. You're the one that has Cause you, something. Because you, you right. adopted that in your mind. And the thing is, is like even the the biological mother and then her two new parents, I mean, they look like, you know, they've talked about this. This, this has been discussed. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, it's almost as if everyone is in the loop except her. Yeah. Because even when... Okay, I know That's this sounds weird. That's the perfect way to say it. Literally. Yes. She's choosing not to be in the loop. No, yes. really, she was. Yeah. Because it's weird. I kind of, like, felt this a little bit. But in my head, I said, why does a biological mother look like she's closer to... Uh, 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 yes. Jada physically, and, like, sitting? Physically, yeah. physically, her hugging them and stuff. Like, yeah. I was just like, okay, she's And like, then she gave her a little... Yeah, hey. a little... Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah, because the daughter didn't even look like she even wanted to be around her. Yeah. I don't know. It, I personally think it might be it, it might it might be an internal thing because we don't know what she went through. We also, she know. does have a sister as well. Yes, so they could possibly be going to places and parties and all that stuff or yeah. events, and she's witnessed things that have happened to her yeah. because you know that is a, also a big thing, especially yeah. as a woman. Like, yes, definitely. I, I venture to think that because it looks like that side of the family, the black side of the family, they all seem very well from the video. Now, I know things can look weird from a bit, but they mm-hmm. all seem welcoming. They all seem everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she does, has a problem going over mm-hmm. there. I think eco- from an economic standpoint, because I know how we get when we get she a little money and we're raised a certain way. We don't want to go to that side of the track. Yeah. We don't, yeah. don't want to drive over to or this part. Or I could part. pull up in my we, little Benz and just <laughs> drive by. You know I what I mean? Roll the windows yeah, up, keep the doors locked. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's her. I Like you said, yeah. I don't it's think she her. wants it's her. to. It's, yeah. in, it's within her. Because she was even saying sitting at the table with these women, she, she felt like she was illegitimate. She wasn't black enough like these were real black women and she apparently was not really black so it's like that is something that's that's something going on up here i don't know there's something wrong um Mm. she also mentioned like having white privilege she thinks jada's eyes lit up i was like whoa she baby you're so chocolate (laughs) you are brown (laughs) You're, you're brown let me tell you something. <laughs> you take your white privilege self down to Texas. Like, do you do you see wear what your cloak or something? You think you just miss invisible? Like, like <laughs> just see what happens. I promise you, you will Texas. get the same treatment as every other black person in oh, yes. these United States. Because if you walked in here and we didn't know that you were adopted and you were raised by, I would just think you were yeah. a black person. Yeah. Black Nobody's, yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. I don't know. <clears throat> she said white privilege by osmosis. Look, this is what I mean by she's smart. She used, she's been, she, she, <laughs> she, throw, she, SAT words she was already. throwing out those yeah. SAT yeah. words. I was like, when I was driving, I was like, wow, okay, I don't even know. Come on, Osmosis. What does this mean? I, know, I had to Google it. The only Osmosis I know is Osmosis Jones, you know, Come the movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. I love it. Yeah, also, I don't know what she meant by that. I assume it meant kind of like benefiting from her parents' white privilege. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah. something. It's her like DNA. Like she got, she naturally was born with it, like internally. Like because osmosis is like your DNA, like that. Uh, it's like a white blood cell. Yeah. So she's saying that, that. Yeah. So she's saying <laughs> that she um, feels that she was born. It's in her DNA to be born into white privilege already because she was raised by white people, which is absolutely not. I have no words. 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that. you mentally have to think that you're like physically outside lighter. Like you have yeah, to. You have to. And that's what she said when she walked past the mirror. She was shocked because she was black. Because I don't see how <laughs> other people don't see that she thinks that she wasn't black. You know what I mean? Oh, I wish like, what did you think that people like thought of you? I don't know. It's, it's like me saying I'm white. And yeah. then, like, if I said that to multiple people right now in a good week, for a week, if I did that. <laughs> no, you're not. Be confused. No, they'll be so confused. So confused. And then they'll think something's wrong with me. Yeah. I'm not saying anything's mm-hmm. wrong with her or anything, but it's just, like, you have to realize, just like Tyler said, you are at fault for this, yeah. you know? This is you. This yeah. is you, baby. Like, this is you thinking like this. And, you know, you can't fault the parents. No, nope. You can't fault your mom for giving you up for adoption. can't fault your, your childhood of what you dealt with. Because at the end of the day, there were multiple chances that I believe that you could have easily learned about your culture. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a, literally a whole museum about black people. There's there a book is for so everything. many. So many there's things. There's a book. There's a podcast. There's a website. There's a YouTube video. There's everything you need in any subject. So at this point, I just don't. Yeah, so yeah. in conclusion, it's all it, it, it's it's all, this was a very interesting show. It was. Yeah, it's it, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine how they just felt. They're like, well, You saw Gammy couldn't yeah. even hide it. She was yeah. like, That mm. was, yeah, I don't know. I need to get Gammy and Jada and Willow up in here. <laughs> I Look, know. There's a spot for y'all. For every there's last one spot. of you. Literally. For sure. Let's know. I think, is there anything else you guys wanted to add? I just pray for her, man. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not fair for her children either. If she does decide to have kids, it's not fair for her. Whether she has a black baby or just adopts a white child, it's still not okay. Because either, even if you do adopt a white child, you're going to be implanting in that white kid Mm -hmm. that black people are scary. That black people are this, that, and that, and that. Either way. And that's just, it's either way, whatever route you're going, you're messing up. You're, me- you're messing up your legacy. Absolutely. And I'm surprised that your husband's not saying nothing. Maybe he Because the husband got to know. You're going to have... The husband... Ooh. Okay. All right. Okay, Can Lord. you hold All right. on until <laughs> we finish the show? Let me chill out. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. A little intense. Right. I know. A little passionate. But no, like... Even the husband's got to understand. My baby's going to be mixed, right? That part. We don't know. He what wasn't do you mean? there. We don't know. Well, we he know. wasn't there. He wasn't there. So oh, okay. I don't know what he thinks. For all we know, but, she got a Tyrone in the in, in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um. So <laughs> before we go, the only time I ever heard the dad talk was when he said that having a black child could be a positive. And I was like, a positive for who? Because you guys mm. didn't take the time to learn about her mm. at all. Mm. So I don't know what he meant by I that. I get it. He meant that, like, if you're in a certain... And I forgot why I was just talking about this the other day. But if you're in a certain atmosphere, a certain setting, there's a group of people that still to this day will never come in contact with a black person. So therefore, all of their opinions do, and thoughts like, and everything God. are centered around what they see on TV or centered around the ridiculous lies that certain people in a certain office that I don't need to name spew out about mm-hmm. the various racial ethnic groups in this country. That's all they get. And so I think what he was saying is that if we have a black child and this is their first and only introduction, they can actually see, oh, wow. Because to a lot of people, we're not even tangible. Like, uh, if Bill Street could talk, they talked about the fact that those long pauses where you're just gazing into the camera, that is for some white people the only time that they have ever looked into the eyes of a black person. That's so true. And so he's just saying that if we have a black child and we're showing how this is supposed to look Uh. and work and you guys get to know her and you see how loving and awesome and perfect she is just 
by being a human being, mm -hmm. that will then change some people's minds about black people. So I, like I think that. that's that's kind of what he was getting to. If that is the where he was getting to, I like that. That's view. how I took it. Because no, it, like you know. Partially, I'm not gonna lie. I went to the full defensive mode a little bit, mm -hmm. like very quickly, because when he was like, it was, it's like, okay, we're not a trophy, um, True. but also at the same time, it does make sense because there are people like we always talk about when it comes to white privilege, how we always want white people to speak up and to be there on our side. Those, these are the parents. These are the people that are, you know, writers for us black people. You know what I mean, like. Because there are a lot of women and men who do not stand for this. Mm -hmm. You know how there's always jokes about unproblematic, like, white women yeah. or whatever, yes. like, <laughs> and Hathaway and all them? Yeah. It's because, like, you know, it, it, it's it's a big deal. You know what I mean? And I keep bringing Ellen Pompeo. She has mixed kids. Like, you know, she's dealing with that. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that she is, because she consistently tries to make sure everyone knows this is a life of my child. They are black. They, they, they are my children. They are black. You know what I mean? Like she shows them off a lot. You know, she shows how pro, you know, black she is of trying to understand because mm -hmm. she because she's not trying to be closed minded. Mm -hmm. And that's what nobody's understanding. It's yeah. not trying to be closed minded or saying, oh, black people are the best. White people are bad. But it's like if you can't start off with equality when they first are like coming into this world, how can you teach them later? Exactly. Yeah. You can't. You can't. At all. It's so much harder when you're older. Right. Because you already have your own mind. Yeah, I agree. On that note, let's go into some news. Mm. Mr. and Mrs. Smith oh, segment yes, featuring so the one and only Tyler Tyson. And Willow with, uh, <laughs> wait a minute, I love this song. All right, y'all, this is Tyler Tyson with your Mr. and Mrs. Smith news update. Let's Ooh. jump into it. <laughs> Starting things off with the siblings, the younger Smiths. Oh, uh, yes. Take a look at this video that Jaden posted on his face. So live. So I was saying I want to go to a, a, a concert date. So Jaden posted that on his page, trying to get everybody hyped to come and check them out. The tour kicks off with he and his sister on wow. November 12th mm -hmm. in San Diego. San Diego, You can check out uh, Willow's page and Jaden's page on Instagram or go to willowsmith.com uh, to purchase your tickets. Next up, this weekend, uh, they uh, celebrated Gammy's birthday. Look at this. So look at this Perfection. beautiful okay. 66, 66, y'all. 66-year-old woman. Mm. I am... The goals. I'm trying to look like those I drank the fountain wow. of youth. For, yeah. for men and women, those are goals. Because I need yeah. to be able to pull oh, sure. something like that at 66. Yeah. Yeah. Milfs, guys. Goodness. So yeah. happy birthday, happy birthday, Gammy. Um, moving on from that, the next thing. So Will, y'all know Will is known for posting funny, weird mm -hmm. things on his page. Take a look at this video. I love him so much. Oh my gosh. What's been, where's all your money gone, Donnie? Taxes. Oh. Nine, nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> Let me fix my house. Uh, it's okay. It's part of the game. <laughs> That's all. No, it's, it's, so fun to... it's not fun to what? <laughs> it's the worst part of the game. Oh, it's what? Taxes. Listen, <laughs> so Donnie. True. Let me tell you, it only gets worse, buddy. Because uh, they're playing Uno and I mean not Uno, but Monopoly, Monopoly. And you guys know you can buy as much property as you want, but if you can't pay them taxes, 
Man. What are you going to do? What's going on? It really does get you prepared for life, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that I think about it, it does. We'll we think also, it's a game. We'll also <laughs> post it this video. It's a feel-good video. Y'all take a look. I love just a feel good video. I mean, it gets no better than this. This is why I want my first child to be a boy, no matter what. I want all boys, but hold on before you throw your tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) I just, if anything, I just want to make sure that there's an older brother and then the girl. Just, Mm. I need help. I'm going to need help. And so last week, (laughs) I didn't get to uh, these two videos. So this is a video of Alicia Keys from last week playing. Uh, think Girl on Fire. Take a look. This girl is on fire. Mm, mm, mm. I love that it's red. This girl is on fire. Yes. This is so much yelling in this yes. song. She's walking on fire. <laughs> Gans, I ain't gonna embarrass myself. <laughs> but Willow said, let me hit them notes. Yay. Yay, that Her was son dope. is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to throw, and then finally we also didn't get to this video. They were working on the theme song mm-hmm. for Red mm-hmm. Table Talk, and I just thought this was beautiful. This, Take yeah. a look. After the episode, we asked Alicia to play around with our theme song, and this is what happened. I don't want to be anyone. I just want to be myself. I just want to be myself. I just want to be myself. I don't want to be anyone else. I just want to be myself. I just want to be myself. I just want to be myself. I don't want to be anyone else. I just want to be myself. I just want to be. Nah, this is going to be a single. Let me tell you something. Very beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. Willow sound. Her and Alicia Keys are perfect Perfect together. Harmonizing and everything. Oh my gosh. So uh, there's actually more to that. So you guys can go to the Red Table Talk, Jada or Willow or Will's page and see the longer two minute version of that video. So you can get a little bit more. And I am Tyler Tyson with your Mr. and Mrs. Smith News. Wow. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> it was a really good deliverance. It was, I was like, wow. It was good. He <laughs> got it all planned bad. out perfectly. I go hard for the you... entertainment news. Let me tell you. <laughs> Thank you, you for your contribution. I got to keep up with the multiple pages of I, notes. Hey, oh, no, hey, y'all listen. I can't help it. I really can't. Okay. Did you even use all of it? I didn't. I never do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we don't have time. For a bunch of real talk, but I did ask a few questions on my Instagram um, just to leave you guys with something to think about. I just asked, should kids only be adopted into families of the same race? Um, a lot of people felt like it's okay mm-hmm. if they're not the same race as a child, but as long as their culture is being taught, then it's fine. Agreed. Yes, me too. Agreed. I agree. And then how do you feel about white people adopting black kids in general? 
People just matter. Same thing. Yeah. Because yeah. just like we don't see color, I mean, just like we don't want them to see color, we shouldn't see color either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, love is love. As long as they're being loved, taken care of, that educated. And we educated, should, yes. We should uh, have those questions at the end of every show, and then that way they can talk about them all week long, and then yeah. we come yeah. back and give the results. Yeah. Sure, I'll put that awesome. on my Instagram. Noted. Boom. I like that. Noted. Mm-hmm. Well, that was your Red Table Talk after show for today. I am Tyler Simone, and you can follow me on Instagram at Miss Tyler Simone. Oh, it was a great show. I love this topic, honestly, and I love y'all. Um, so y'all can go ahead and follow me on M-A-I-M-I-N-G official on Instagram. My name is Jade Ming. See y'all next week. Mm-hmm. That part. And uh, of course, you can get your entire life following me on all social media at The Tyler Tyson. And of course, tune in on Tuesdays on After Buzz TV for my after show or our after show on uh, New Amsterdam. Yes. Tomorrow at 10. Yes. yes. We'll be back here next Monday, same time, same place. You ready? No. Yes. yes. We'll see you then. Peace. Bye. I wish there was like a thing you can just say. <laughs> On behalf of our PHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined.